Welcome to the Roncast, where entrepreneurs find killer tips, techniques, and tools to start and growth hack any business. Brought to you by one of Canada's favorite business personalities, Ron Davies. Ron Davies. Enjoy the show. Biz. Do you want idle yakking about how to grow your business, or do you want to really kick it out and make things happen? Welcome to the Roncast, where you'll find bite-sized, killer tips, techniques, tools, and technologies to explode your small to medium-sized business. Brought to you by Canada's favorite rogue entrepreneur, speaker, and coach, Ron Davies. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, Ron here. I really appreciate you showing up. I've got some great stuff for you today. Boy, in the one yesterday, we asked, or we were asked, because I get asked all the time, what's the first thing people need to do when they start a business? And we answered that by saying that the first thing you have to do is prove it's viable by actually selling the product or the service, whether it's a chocolate chip cookie or whatever it is. (laughs) I just happen to like chocolate chip cookies. So you've proven that you can sell the thing. And you've proven it by not selling it to family or friends or sympathizers. You've just sold it to strangers or you've had someone else sell it to strangers, which, by the way, is going to be in a later episode, how to get people to do your selling for you very easily. Today, since you've proven you can sell it, the next step is starting to talk about the brand. What does the brand look like? What does a brand even mean? Well, you're going to find all kinds of things on this. If you Google what is a brand, Um, you'll hear people say things that, oh, it's the logo. Think about McDonald's, the big golden arches. No, that isn't a brand. That's why it's called a logo. Uh, What a brand is, is what people will get from you in the global sense. What will their experience be with you? What should they have in terms of expectations in dealing with you? Um, Let's just kind of go through a few pieces. So part of your brand is, is, of course, what do you look like? So that's the logo part. So a brand contains a logo, but a logo is not a brand, all right? So you need to get a logo created. Either you can have somebody do it locally. If you get it done in town, you're going to spend probably a couple of hundred bucks. It's a ripoff. What you want to do is go to Fiverr.com. That's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. That's an online gig marketplace where people do everything from logos to spreadsheets to whatever. It's very easy to use. It's actually kind of fun. I get a lot of things done there. People will design a logo or several logos for you for about 10 or 20 bucks at the most. So a logo should be simple. It should be no more than three colors. And this thing is going to be everywhere. It's going to be on your business cards, on your building, on your documentation. This is going to be everywhere. But that's just the look. Think about the McDonald's arches. That's just the logo. That isn't the brand. We have to go beyond that. So what is the message? Um, What are you about as the person that's starting this business? What messages do you want to send to other people to communicate your brand? And not just you, but anybody that works for you should be very aware of your brand attributes. 
or your brand culture within your company, whether it's one employee in a French fry truck um, or a car manufacturer, everybody should know what that brand means. Think about things you've seen in the past. In the past, you know, you've heard Ford. You know, it's job one and things like this. These things are about their brand. So, what is your message? Um, when you determine what that message is, uh, for example, if you're a, a, a construction company, you might say, "Well, it's going above and beyond. We go above and beyond. No job too big, no job too small." Things like that are brand messages, and they tell people a little bit about you and how you run this new business that. In our, in our case, sells chocolate chip cookies. And then you, you're going to integrate that. This integration extends to everything. It includes how people experience you when they enter your shop. What, what does your shop smell like? What are the colors like? What are the sounds? Um, what are the people like there? How are they dressed? Um, how do they dress, especially on sales calls or customer facing? What is in your email signature? How do you answer your phones? How do you greet people when they come to your French fry truck? Um, you always want to ask people, first of all, how they found you. That's just marketing 101. And other than that, you have to express your brand. Uh, good morning, sir. Um, what can I do for you today? I know that sounds obvious and simple, but your brand is saying good morning. You're being gracious and courteous, and you're asking them what you can do for them. So many companies don't even do that. They look annoyed as hell when you come into their stores. Um, let me give you an example. If you've ever flown either WestJet or Air Canada, when you fly Air Canada, they just seem really pissed off that you're there. They seem completely annoyed and they can't wait until you get off the airplane. When you fly WestJet, everybody in the airplane is a shareholder. Every That is, every staff on the airplane holds shares in WestJet, so they care about you. You get treated 180 degrees polar opposite from Air Canada um, so that's how they integrate their brand. They're about helping you. Somewhere in here, you have to create the voice of your company. Um, the voice is sort of a style or a way of delivering that message. So first we create the logo, then we came up with the brand message. We know the brand message has to go into all of our communication and all of our activities with customers. How is that message delivered? That's the voice. So... The voice should be in all written communication, in all of your visual imagery. Uh, think about when you go into a subway shop. They have a color palette that they use in everything, for example. That's part of the voice, right? Um, is your brand friendly and casual? Uh, my brand is very street level, if that isn't obvious. Uh, what you see is what you get. Um, I'm a little bit polarizing. Um, I'm, I am an academic marketer. But I'm also a street-educated marketer. So I try to combine those things into sort of a semi-gangster guerrilla marketing brand that's very for real. You know, we like to keep it real. So that's my brand. Um, it's friendly, but it is street level. So I'm conversational. If your brand is more ritzy, if you're doing, say, um, you cater for weddings or formal events, then your your voice should be a little bit more formal. Anyway, you get the idea. Um Develop your tagline. Most brands have some kind of image for their logo, and then with that is the tagline. What is your tagline? I mentioned a couple before where I said if you were a construction company, you could say no job too big, no, no job too small. I guess a plumber could say that too, um, a builder and so forth. 
what is your tagline? Try not to go more than 10 or 12 words if you can help it, simply because it fits better when you're doing print material or you're online. So just come up with something that's memorable, it should be meaningful, and it should be concise, and it should capture the essence of your brand. That's what you're trying to do. Um, once you've established these things, you have a tagline, you know what your voice is, is it casual, is it formal, um, your brand is integrated into everything, you know what your brand message is, you have a logo, the next thing you have to do is to come up with some basic templates that all of your marketing materials and everything that faces the customer will have in it, including things like how you answer the phone. So those, there's called a brand standard. You can just call it a template, right? So why complicate it? It's basically a standard, and it means you always use the same color scheme. Just for instance, when I go and speak at an event, the template in my slides, and I use very few slides, usually I kind of Steve Jobs the thing, and I just use one word or maybe three words at the most on a slide, but the color templates of the slide are the same as the suit and the shirt and the tie that I wear. So that's part of my brand. In this case, it's usually a navy blue and a burgundy. That's what I use. So that should be the same in your business. You need to have a standard set of colors, your color scheme. There's a standard place that your logo goes on your material. And there's sort of a look and feel. And I would go beyond look and feel. I would also include things like, um, what does it sound like when people are there? Do you have kind of a chill spa feel where you are? Or is it more involved like a tattoo place with rock music playing? You know, what is the brand standard for you? It doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't need to be fancy, but it does need to be consistent so that it's always the same experience. Have you ever gone to a franchise restaurant? I don't know. McDonald's is a terrible example because, you know, well, the food is McDonald's. But have you ever gone to, say, uh, an Applebee's or an Olive Garden? And when you go there, um, you experience a certain quality of food, a certain quality of experience. And then you go to another one of the same franchise and it's completely different. Maybe the portions are smaller. That doesn't taste as good. That's a real that's a real mistake. Um, that's where they're not being consistent and they lose customers that way. So when somebody comes to your store, whether they deal with you or another employee or another branch of your franchise, that experience should be consistent. How are they greeted at the door? What are the colors? Where are the logos? All of that kind of stuff doesn't need to be spiffy, just consistent. And probably the most important is be completely loyal to your brand. You took the time to develop it. Um, be loyal to it. So if your brand promise is that, you know, if you buy shoes at my shoe store, I'm not satisfied until you're more than satisfied. Actually, I'm going to do another podcast on satisfaction because honestly, satisfaction sucks. Nobody cares about satisfied. That's something from the 70s. People need to be elated with you now. They need to be your rabid advocates. Anyway, I digress. That's for another podcast. Um, you need to deliver on your brand promise. If your promise is, I don't keep your money until you're happy, then you better not take their money until they're happy. Um, people won't come back to you or they won't refer someone else if you don't come through on that brand promise and on that message. I'm going to say consistent one more because it's, it's really important. Um, everything above, everything we've gone through needs to be consistent and repeatable. And if you can do this, you will have nailed uh, branding because that's what it's about. How do people experience you and your customer and your service and your product 
and your phone calls? Do they get offered a bottle of water when they come into your spa? Do you greet them nicely? Do you smile? Do you make eye contact? All of this is brands. It's not just a logo. So by the time you take this back, I know this is a big piece of homework. You've already proven you have a product or service you can sell. And now you're going to flesh out this brand piece and you're going to come back to me tomorrow. That's it for today. I'm Ron Davies. Have a wonderful day. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Badass Biz on the Roncast. We'll see you next time. That's it for this episode of the Roncast. Be sure to subscribe and tune in again for killer tips, techniques, and tools to growth hack any business. We hope you've enjoyed the show.